I've seen the be this in my bed. Yeah, ch- people. Try to work a man in my shoes. Put a baby in my bed. That point five lens, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You could probably put that on the uh, uh on, on, on the RG, yeah. I'd put that put on the bloody put, large RG. Bloody large. I'd probably fucking do this too. They were fucking with my head. <laughs> they were sucking on my dick. He was playing with my bears. <laughs> yeah, just the point five. Crazy. Oh, choking, fucking, and up here. Sucking, fucking on a piss. Sucking, fucking, and a piss. <laughs> oh, and a piss. <laughs> Classic. It's beautiful how Ooh. melodic lines can become so infectious. <laughs> it's, it's funny right. how suck and That's... fucks are rhymes. The same word. Almost. And now I'm curious if there's a. I wasn't drawing from anything, any real Pearl Jam song when I was doing that, but now I'm curious if there is a Pearl Jam song where he does. Uh, Probably. I guarantee there. Yeah. Someone in the show. You're like a bizarre cipher that we can use to. (laughs) The past speaks through you. You know. Someone, someone in the comments is gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's blah 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 blah." blah." Yeah. Yeah, that's verse three of Jeremy. Like uh, I've never done like a discog dive on Pearl Jam. No, I, I haven't either. I've never yeah. felt motivation to. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to hear <laughs> yeah. fucking an hour. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. just for I was, an hour. I was just telling you, I sang that song at a student concert because uh, a couple of friends approached me and asked me to play bass on it. Um, and so I know that, that one song really well. And mm-hmm. then I know no, no more of their music. Every yeah, time I'm doing a, well, I just heard when I'm doing <laughs> Scott Stapp, yeah. everyone's assume, especially older people, they're like, oh, Eddie Vedder. Mm. And I'm like, no, the copycat, Scott yeah. Stapp. You, you don't know? <laughs> He's, He's kind of the Travis Scott of Eddie Vedder. Think about it. <laughs> the Travis Scott. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like he's just he's just stealing what the right. other guy did. How but. do you feel that another guy got famous doing your bit? <laughs> it seems my life. It's just like a bastardized right. version of something that was already kind of annoying. Yeah, you know, dude. Man. Yeah, I used to watch this live performance of Pearl Jam doing "Still Alive." I'm still or alive, I guess it's mm-hmm. called at yeah. Lollapalooza. Like right when they were in their prime, wearing mm-hmm. those flannel shirts and like yeah. the shorts and the boots and shit. That was like how I dressed through college. Was like a was like that. I like oh that. the flannel yeah flannel vibe. It's a good big guy fit. Yeah, I think I have one flannel shirt. I don't really have like flannel like if that if that's the material. I don't have like flannel shirts, but I have flannel patterned the flannel pla- plaid plaid shirts. I have a plaid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like damn near. Like square circle. I gotta yeah, say, in, in retrospect, is so when you listen to all of those different groups classified under grunge, it's kind of like they are so different. So it's 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 like really obnoxious. Like the grouping mm-hmm. feels even more obnoxious looking back. Like yeah. in retrospect, like thinking about Soundgarden, mm-hmm. Nirvana, Pearl Jam, right. Alice in Chains. Like they Smashing actually pumpkins. were. 
Yeah, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Wouldn't they be regarded Wait. as grunge? Their <laughs> early they? shit. Really? I mean, they're a softer version than like Nirvana, <laughs> probably. But I don't. Yeah. Even, I've never heard them yeah, in I've that never, conversation. I don't, I don't think know. really. No. no. Let me look it no, up. No. W- what Good. are they? Gay music? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They're like they're gay, actually. Wikipedia. <laughs> but I, I passing smumpkins. I was, I was talking with someone recently though about like, even like the sort of subcultural split amongst those bands. Like how I, I, I like um, a lot of Allison Chain's stuff, and that's yeah. even some of the first like shit i remember hearing like as a kid through video games and stuff we've talked about it before right but when you watch like their interviews there's like this little oh they hate it no 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 no. there's like this faint hint of like misogyny and like like this isn't that stupid britney spears crap we're doing like that kind of vibe there's a few years before that no 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 (laughs) just just outright just like (laughs) just like sexist like mm-hmm. un, like sexist comments, but it's almost like they felt like they had, they were supposed to be doing it almost. Right. Like it was, ex- really? like it was, yeah, it's very bizarre. And um, yeah, it, it like, again, like just to my original point, it's like then like knowing what you know about Nirvana, it's like feminist, like, you know, at least Kurt and, mm-hmm. you know, just v- different values. Same thing with sound Soundgarden. So you're like, I could just see how irritating and annoying on a certain level it must oh, have like, been to be or, on that or part side. of the what these yeah, clowns are doing. Yeah. Right. It's right. like, oh <clears throat> grunge and, and they're like, Oh, you mean with the ear <laughs> that guy? Yeah. Show uh, there, sh- near sure, I guess. Yeah. And it's like also The guy on the camping trip who made moves on you, that guy's music. <laughs> there's, a, there's there's even like a uh share this doobie a, with me. A stylistic and subcultural divide at the level of the music because Nirvana specifically like was coming out of punk whereas like when you look at Alice in Chains they're coming out of like hair metals right I was gonna say like I feel like grunge is kind of the same thing as like what talking heads and new wave music was it was like kind of response to punk and then it's like it's like a divergence from that I feel like that's kind of what grunge was it's also also, I have the the, the records on on smashing pumps (laughs) smash pumps They're like, <clears throat> it's it lists them as, um, this doesn't seem like the right order of accuracy, but um, disavowing the punk rock roots of many of their contemporaries. Lame. <laughs> 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 right, right. We're yeah. not punk. <laughs> right, right. I'm yeah. not going to say gay, but you know, <laughs> that's what I feel like. But um, Just put that in your head. Just think that. <laughs> um, lame. Uh, they have a diverse, densely layered sound containing elements of gothic rock, heavy metal, dream pop, psychedelic rock, progressive rock, shoegaze, and electronica in later recordings. It said alternative rock. Yeah, on Google it says alternative rock. Alt rock, I guess, is what I'm mixing it up with because that's just kind of like an even less stylistic version of grunge that's just kind of like that was just, just all commercial rock from like the, the late out. 90s to the mid 2000s basically just until the, emo took over the smoothed yeah. out version yeah that's strong let's take you on <laughs> but like what is that like i don't even know what that is but that's interesting though to just think from a cultural standpoint that you know like groups can be coming from these different places but maybe because they're coming out of the same geographical area and time and there's some like 
vague similarities that hmm. people ultimately just sort of throw it's this almost like the left they throw this yeah. blanket it's they throw this like... <laughs> right they throw this blanket like the left yeah, right. like, on the whole thing and they go oh remember blah 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 yeah um like yeah. I, like i just did i thought smashing pumpkins was <laughs> right. part of the grunge scene yeah. almost makes me feel like yeah. almost makes me feel like like once a genre is named nobody else gets added to that genre mm. it should just be like this is the this is what the genre is it's right. these people and you go make your own shit you yeah know what i'm saying because like with grunge we talked before about Sorry. Somebody starting a grunge band upstairs. Fucking <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. one of the fucking ghosts of Christmas past. One of the fucking But sorry. No, it's but um but yeah, I just I feel like because what's the fucking term like schismogenesis where people like become not familiar. It's some like uh dawn of everything shit where like oh, okay. people determine their whole identity based on like a reaction to another group that's nearby and so uh -huh. they're just like we don't want to be like them so we're just gonna we do this and it almost feels like knowing that a genre exists and wanting to capture that sound almost just automatically makes it just worse <laughs> you know yeah and it's most super evident with grunge but also you know just a bunch of other shit we're just like how do we do the bare minimum to fit into this category while also not being not being in it yeah yeah that's why i think the through line on good impactful music is just trying to do experimental pioneering yeah. and synthesizing work you know so yeah. doing a good job at blending things that have already been done together in a way that hasn't been done yeah. and then actually having something to say that's like the other yeah. x factor element that in my humble opinion i this is a bold thing I'm going to say, but it's like, I, I feel like a majority of artists that I, I encounter just not that they don't have something to say, but what they're saying is just so cliche and played out. And I've heard it a, a million times in yeah. all the iterations that they're, they're presenting. It's like not even, and also not vulnerable too. you know, it's yeah. like, um, but even I'm, I'm thinking about Kurt Cobain from a songwriting standpoint, how he didn't really, you know, he talked about how he didn't give a fuck about lyrics like that. But there was at least some there was a there was a poetic. Well, that's a thing. energy. Yeah. To, he left it vague and enough to where you could interpret it in so many different ways. Yeah. Or It's like lyrical impressionism a little bit. Well, I also think kind of I got to say, I also do think, to be honest, that a part of it was him protecting himself because i do think he was being maybe vulnerable vulnerable in a lot of ways and mm -hmm. was kind of just um, <clears throat> shy or ashamed of some of the things but wanted to still kind of let it out a part of me feels like that was a part of it but there's no like I'm well not, he was, I was also yeah, he had the kind of like know. unfortunate condition of being super famous automatically like really quickly and, yeah and then that just leads to a bunch of horse shit of people asking you what you mean by this that or the third yeah 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 right but yeah that <clears throat> that idea of like shit being poetic or lyrical like mm -hmm. i think it's like you you don't even have to necessarily have like some explicit thing you're saying like if your poetry and lyricism is good enough there is meaning to it because you thought of it you know what i mean right, yeah. and you chose to make it that way right um i think that's the area of art that like gets me the most interested um like but yeah i uh, a lot of like just music in general now it might as well be made by ai already 
Like, right. Yeah. right, 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 right. Have you been online a lot recently? Because there's, I don't know, like, have you have you caught this like AI art? Yeah, thing where people are paying yeah. eight bucks to get AI art. Yeah, and it's like yeah. cool. Some of them are like, wow, this is amazing. But like, genuinely, I've decided that terrifies me. It just broadly well, AI in general, the technology. I, within days of that trend starting, I saw a thing that was about how the way it generates that art is. I forget what the method is called, but it basically just like uh, aggregates a bunch of actual artists' work without right. Well, of without course. consent. Before, yeah, before diving, I think what I'm about to say is related <clears throat> mm -hmm. in a certain way, but before diving deeper into the AI thing, like, I also have been having this thought lately about, you ever hear people, they're saying it in like a capitalistic marketing, entertainment marketing phraseology of like, you know, when, when people are buying your music, they're they're buying a piece of you, they're buying, it's you, they're buying your brand, they're invested in, in your your personality and brand you know that's why they're buying the whatever yeah have you have you heard this before no, but that sounds very marketing right yeah. well okay i guess i've heard variations on that well i wanted sure. to i i wanted to unpack that in the context of like songwriting music making whatever because i was ref i like i was reflecting on it when i was thinking about um actually uh ryuchi sakamoto because i was thinking about how Anything he does to me is like just brilliant. And I was like, oh, well, why is that? Because you could hear, technically, you could hear the same thing from XYZ people, um, especially when you listen to some of his older stuff from the early 80s or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, this has been done so many times. So what is it about when it's a Sakamoto record that's on that moves you or makes you more invested or feel it? more because you're like every day i do brush my teeth that's crazy <laughs> and it was like you i Twice had the <laughs> i had the realization of oh it's the intentionality but also having the context of who he is what he what he has been saying what he's wanted to say and then also <clears throat> when he's when in the timeline he's made what he's made and how that's influence people yeah. so it's like no it does it does hit different and it does say something different to me and thinking about that it made me think more deeply about the you know i guess there is a tie-in with the ai art generation conversation because yeah. it's like what what makes people like quote unquote invested in an artist and their work Right. Um. Right. Beyond just like, oh, it was a moving song, or uh, it was a right. moving melody or harmony or or whatever, and yeah. um, you know, because I I've encountered, you know, I've had conversations with some people in even the last six months where they're like, they're totally buy into this hype that oh, this is it. I mean, this is going to be the end of like music because AI, AI is going to, and it's like. Right. The first point is like when you look into technically how that works and what's going on, no, like that's not that's not like the stuff that you're hearing. A lot of the stuff you're hearing, at least in media and publications, they're t they're having AI like generate sort of just uh, it's like a mess basically that it, it exports yeah. and they have real musicians and composers go in and they take phrases melodic phrases of it and they stitch it and then add things to it that's what you're hearing yeah. right. but like the idea that maybe for um each instrument or each melodic line or whatever like because it is math you know so like you yeah. can you can probably 
uh, have a lot of input in terms of, but the the AI can't parse like if it's just getting one whole track or song, mm-hmm. it can't like parse each. It can Maybe to a certain degree, but not clear clear enough to where it can then export something that you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, like when they're saying, "Oh, we're feeding," you could feed it stems, and then the, it can analyze the each right. instrument and each whatever. I can. T- I can. Oh, see you're that. saying as a whole thing, it can't really make. Out. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the components no. of yeah. it. Yeah, and I'm I, not the expert on this, sure. but I have yeah. spent some time like looking into it, but. The second point that I wanted to wanted to make, that's just the first point. The second point is tied to what I'm saying. It's like, where is it coming from? Who is it coming from? What is their story? You know, what are they doing? You know, like, and I know for me, I'm, I'm biased because that's sort of like been, I feel like it's like hard coded into my brain with music. This is also related to the, oh, separate the music from the, the person yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, you gotta set. You gotta separate the art from artists. That's just, <laughs> right, right. And it's like I've had f- from when I was really young. I've. It's like no, the person has been a part of the art to me because music. Yeah. My the way my, my I feel it and perceive it. I I feel and perceive it as a form of communication, <clears throat> just like someone talking mm-hmm. to me in a room. Yeah, they're saying something to me. Right. Why are they saying it? I want to know why they're saying what they're saying and what they're trying to accomplish, if they're trying to accomplish anything, if they're just trying to accomplish a feeling or if the feeling is a means to some other thing. Um, they're talking to me. The Beatles are yeah. talking to me. I I've, have like 18 different thoughts from what you were just saying, but uh, one of them, when you were talking about Sakamoto earlier, is like, this is kind of a side note, but like it's related to that. It's like, isn't it crazy when you hear something so original? It like it not only is it so original, it like flips. It like yeah. it sounds so original that it sounds futuristic. Like yeah. it, if you're right. you're so at the root of a sound of when it started yeah. that it sounds futuristic or right. like timeless. Right. Even even watching um uh Genius, the Netflix the Kanye. Kanye doc, like just yeah. watching him talk, it's like, oh, this guy this guy is is in the future even still like he's yeah that's crazy you know it's degraded but like it's like when you're at the very beginning of something that's so impactful before it's even big it's like yeah. it does it sounds futuristic even now it's like when you go into any um like drum and bass youtube compilation right. everyone's like this sounds this still sounds like the future like yeah, the, yeah. there's yeah. nothing we've said that on here before yeah, but, yeah. it's almost um, like you a goldie you're like yeah not only does it sound like the future, it's like, do you know how much work it would take for anyone in this era to even come close to like, to really emulating the the layers and then even the, like the craft, the skill from, because of the technological limitations of that time right. that went into that. Do you yeah. see the do you see the it's, Khaled uh, clip that resurfaced? Yeah, with the it's I, called the, machine does everything for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's called, called too the, easy. It's called the drum machine's not even on. And then <laughs> Kenny Beats uh, yeah, yeah, reposted yeah, yeah, a video right, yeah. of Khaled doing it, and the machine's not even on. And he yeah. goes, "It's called the machine's not even on." Yeah, right. You gonna say something though? Uh, I was gonna say stuff like that is so cool to me because like, if like every generation kind of has their their vision of what they think the future is gonna look like. Mm-hmm. And we never actually we never actually get there. We never do that because mm-hmm. by the time, you know, 
the Jetsons version of the future looks fucking silly now. Yeah. But like to a certain degree with certain things like music or just like sonic things, it's like it'll always sound futuristic because there just aren't really people like copying it in a way that mm-hmm. really is as effective as they think it is, you know? So it all it just sounds timeless in that way because just like nobody can recreate it. Dude, I I like saw um I hope whatever space Twitter like takes up to allow or cultivates to have like those pages where it's just like a loading screen from like Unreal Tournament or like like music from a Game Boy game or what like those just aesthetic compilation pages. Yeah. I like literally was almost brought to tears with nostalgia looking at like an Unreal Tournament like little graphical rendering and it had like this like ambient tsunami vibe music that uh-huh. that had that like late 90s really almost like optimistic sounding but like super nostalgic it's yeah. like we haven't we haven't gotten past that because like yeah. it really like that time period it was like oh this is the end this yeah. is the end right of of a age of yeah. of everything kind of dog certain shit <clears throat> from that period like i've never locked into nostalgia so hard mm-hmm. as when i just look at like a toonami midnight run promo yeah i'm just like gundam wing and dragon <laughs> ball z yeah I'm just like like it feels like i'm back at my at my house from back then and just like yeah, like something about it. I don't know what it is. Where it really, it it feels like I've been transported. It's crazy. I I feel like we're on a wrinkle. Like we're on the we've gotten to the end of something, and now it's like it's like this bunched up debris at the end of it. Yeah, I kind of want to re- reiterate like my the the point I was just making, um, because like I I feel like that is where the word that keeps coming to mind is like wait, like. When when you when you depart from just aesthetics, to where mm. oh now I ca- now I am invested in whatever it is that I'm looking at. It's yeah. also related to the form versus content conversation we're always having. Right. Like to spin back to Sakamoto, it's like because I can listen to a record he made in 1980 and it literally sounds like a Jay Dilla record. Mm-hmm. It's right. literally like a Jay Dilla beat. And it's like 1980 or maybe 1983. I can't remember which specific one I'm thinking of. Right. Now it's like when I hear, if I hear something today or I hear something elsewhere in the timeline, I go, I'm interested in what this person has to say through their music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just interested in a way that I'm not going to be interested with over 90% of people cr- creating music because it's like, oh, this person is ahead and like, is tapped in at an at another level and it's like the same thing applies to film or to design or to whatever it's like you're that you're invested at another level because if someone actually has something to say or they were doing something so far ahead that to to you it's like Mm -hmm. there's a legitimacy to it that isn't going to be there with a lot of the people after because i i feel like traditionally a lot of the people who are creating after the pioneers um of course, you're gonna you're ha- gonna have amazing groundbreaking stuff, but I think objectively, a majority of it is just mm-hmm. aesthetics and uh-huh. them trying. They like what the pioneers did, but they don't necessarily have anything interesting to say. Right. So yeah. they're good at emulating what the pioneers did or what the innovators did, and they're presenting this beautiful form, but the content could never actually hold up to right. what the pioneering work like offered. 
And I'm I'm thinking about that in terms of like, okay, our era of like this era of like creation and like in the digital age, it's like aesthetics are fucking everywhere yeah. anything everything like we got our generation it's and all younger form, no content ha- yeah, yeah. yeah i'm saying exactly like we we i'm over the the aesthetics thing at a certain level it's like yeah. we got that we can do whatever we got you plenty can ch- of that. look pick go through the book pick a palette whatever yeah we got like, right. we got the biggest mood board of all time yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. we got we're a done million with, mood we're boards. done making mood yeah, boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. like right. now what do you have to say do right. you have anything you have to the say? tools you have the references right. Right. you have yeah. the curation and i feel like that's almost like the last that's like the last like test. It's like because I and I'm saying this. I'm not gonna name names again, but like I'm thinking of artists where I've I'm, they're they're making musically amazing, amazing fucking shit. Yeah. But when I listen to their songs, it's like my eyes are glazing over because I'm like, you're talking about money again. Right. You're talking about ass again. You're talking about whatever. I do not care i mean maybe you could talk about those things in a way where i would care and i just don't can't even imagine it right now but like i do not care because that's like i know i sound like a fucking you know what i sound like i sound like a grandpa just (laughs) talking about ass and money what what happened to the real music but it's like not a certain level cheeks you know what the shit that's gonna grab my attention is fucking vulnerability that's the shit that grabs my attention it's like who's gonna fucking open their fucking chest up and let me Yo, look at their yeah. heart so I can connect to them. You know what's you know fucked what I mean? up? You know what's fucked up? People are not good at making vulnerable art. <laughs> yeah, I know. Your vulnerability yeah. sucks and it's boring yeah. to me. Right. Yeah. It, that's, what's, that's what I'm starving for is I'm realizing right. is like like I genuinely apart there's only f- a few living people right. that like right now like I don't think I'm the fucking biggest genius, the yeah, hot shit in the world. Yeah. But right. you know what that feeling is, yeah. where you're like, you're not doing anything. I like, I'm not humbled by what you're doing. Right. I, yeah. I, like right. I feel that way with film a lot. Like these young filmmakers that oh, yeah. like get these like artsy films and they get they get distribution for these artsy films, and yeah. I'm just like, like I don't know. Like Robert Eggers is fire. Like the Lighthouse is fire. But I'm like. This should be regular shit. Like this yeah. should be like yeah. I, I refuse to that accept this as baseline. exceptional. Right. 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 I don't feel like I couldn't have made that. Right. When you make something, I feel like I couldn't have made it. Like right. I'm just literally not built that way, and I'll never right. be built that way. Right. right. That's when I'm like, thank you. Right. Give right. me something fucking. Give me nutrition. But right. like in music, in like comedy, even right. in fucking yeah. movies, everything. It's like. It's seen nothing's it. blowing real... my mind like yeah. everything everywhere all at once for example great movie i think it's a fucking classic it's phenomenal but i'm like i wouldn't be like intimidated by yeah. like that i'm not intimidated by these works make shit that right. makes me go like how the fuck are you that you know genius? right you That's know what, what I want. There, there's to a degree i i tend to think stuff like that is a choice to do it or not because <laughs> like uh i mean you mentioned comedy there's so many i've seen so many interviews and all these things where like people talk about like we've known for 50 years now that the reason Richard Pryor resonated so much with people is because he was vulnerable yeah because mm-hmm. he talked openly about who he was and what he went through growing right. up and all this stuff and there are comics who say that and then they make this active choice of just like yeah but I can't do that I'm gonna just talk yep. about pussy yeah 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 I was gonna and, make the like, same point with music yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like and and obviously there's a degree to which that's like some people are just not good at that but it's also 
it's also because you don't train that muscle. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like right. you, you have this barrier up where you've never explored that in your personal life. So why would you explore it on stage? And right. I feel like mu- with <laughs> right. music, I mean, with music, it's easier to like imitate at least right. like on a lyrical sense. In a lyrical it's sense, easier but, to compartmentalize it where I'm like, yeah. I'll just be vulnerable in the music and in real life. I won't. Be. Exactly. But you can still, you can still sense it when it's, and I mean, talk, talking about Sakamoto, like we've talked about his, his politics before and i feel like somebody going out and espousing the same politics as sakamoto and you don't actually and you know they don't actually mean it like right. you would sm- you would sniff that out instantly right. mm-hmm. somebody going out and like if you started like a system of a down cover band and you never heard of the <laughs> armenian genocide or whatever it's like i right. yeah. i can smell that on you you right. know what i'm saying right. there are mad people who like who do Rage Against the Machine covers or love their music? We're Nazis. straight up Nazis, yeah. 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 So yeah. like, That's true. Yeah. it's fuck you. I won't do what you tell me <laughs> unless yeah. you're Hitler. Then I'll do what yeah. you tell me. Yeah. Then <laughs> yeah, but like, like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's easier to get caught in a trap with music. Where mm-hmm. I mean, where sure, get... Rage Against the Machine. I like them. You yeah. know, <laughs> sure. I mean. Listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna hey. listen to some music, yeah. you know, listen to Rage Against the Machine. Hey, you know. now the the, the I wish big, they're a little wider, but that's you know. Yeah, the big takeaway for me is that everybody's got their own machine to rage against. Mine, mine is the juice. What's right. your machine? Mine's right. racial hierarchy. That's what I'm raging on. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you can. I feel like comedy in a way is like. Maybe less prone to disingen- disingenuity, is that mm-hmm. the word? Uh, but it it does happen. Whereas music, you can like, especially when you have money attached to it, like you can fake your way through this shit so easily. But there's always somebody that's trying to sniff you out. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, it's like it's, the industry plant shit. It's like it's either like. And this is why I like oscillate between what am I more interested in at what given time? Because it's like sometimes with music, like I am more interested in fakery. I'm more interested in an idea yeah. or a character mm-hmm. or a sound or yeah. A, yeah. A, a, an illusion. Yeah. And but then it's like, you know, it's like but then on the vulnerable end of things, even that sucks sometimes. Like, you, yeah. you know, what I'm talking about like all these like millions of shows that were greenlit by like Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max or like these faux prestige like like knockoff shows about someone who's like living in entertainment or something like that. Like this, this Louie runoff bullshit. And it's like, Oh, this is real fucking whatever. But it's like, it's not good. Like the, at that point, the form is now suffering. It's like, okay, the content is good, but you're not good at this. What this thing is. It's like, and the content's not that fascinating. Yeah. So it's like, it's fucked up. Cause that's why I feel like, where are we going? Are we at an end? Does anyone have anything fucking interesting to say? Like, yeah. I mean, it feels like with TV, we're at a place where it's so like, it's so aware of itself. Every TV project feels so like, what if we did this? Can you imagine if we did this? And like a show like Atlanta, which I've watched and I've enjoyed it. It's a good show, I think. But to a degree, it's also just like, can you imagine if we gave an artist creative freedom? Mm-hmm. That's the extent of the genius of Atlanta to me. I don't really, I don't look at that show and say Donald Glover is a genius, which 
I'm not denying his ability, but I'm also he's saying, got talent. He's got talent. He's obviously talented, but like I watch that show and I'm just like, okay, a TV network gave this man a long leash. Yeah, that's what like, it is to me. It's like it's you get to do weird like Cohen Brothers shit, like yeah. weird. I don't know. It's like yeah, you get to do big slightly weird shit. Yeah, but it's like is it's that like, what we're feeding off of? Slightly weird shit, and exactly. I think it always goes back to that resource allocation conversation of like yeah. who's getting the actual resources I mean, and can, why yeah, exactly I, I mean to the same point i i have frequently said if anybody got four hours to talk on stage uh just un, <laughs> right uh, you know anybody could be as good at comedy as dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. you know people obviously don't have the same experiences as he does and some people might do it better some people are going to do it a lot fucking worse mm-hmm. but if everybody had that freedom to just walk on stage and just say yeah, everything they ever thought and just get those get those hours in, there Dave Chappelle would be middle Amongst to bottom many of other my people. list. Like, yeah. I on. do think though that there is, I hate to use this word, a dialectic, because mm-hmm. on the other side of it is where are all of the artists who do have something to say even if it's burrowed deep inside or put on the back burner where are they looking where are they looking in terms of like resources or access or distribution um in terms of collaboration and how is that actively shaping the art that they aspire to actually create or the things that they actually aspire to say Mm -hmm. another way to put it is like if you're looking to you're 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 on the hamster wheel again with the hamster wheel or you're looking to like you're looking at the pyramid and looking at just getting higher up in the pyramid yeah then it doesn't fucking matter how talented or how oh, yeah. like skilled yeah. or how genius yeah. you are because at the end of the day you're making a crazy ass compromise with forces and powers that ultimately aren't invested in you doing something risky or groundbreaking yeah. they're invested in you in so much as you can provide a commodity that they can sell to maximize their profits right you i think you could literally say it as simply as capitalism doesn't breed innovation innovation is bred despite capitalism yeah at yeah. all at you all said it before yeah. but I, i'm i'm underscoring this point as an appeal to like to the artist right. it's like i'm just tired of like talking with brilliant artists that would be creating genius bodies of work that would be timeless and stand the stand the test of time but who are literally their values are so wrapped up in getting the next gig or getting the next getting the next show with xyz corporation or company instead of like leaning into the the technology the the tools the the artists to just start making great things now and like us figuring out how to usher in a new era because like i i I don't believe that like i do believe that there's uh there's only so much that we can do as like creative that humans can do Mm -hmm. as um creative people but like this synthesis point is also really important there's a lot of stuff that hasn't been done i mean like oh yeah and like absolutely. in this the the span of human history like cinema has not been around for that long like audio recordings have not been around yeah. for yeah. that long yeah. so right. it's like there just needs to be space that we have to create like from the bottom up in which we can start to 
actually explore our potentialities as creatives. Yeah. yeah. And like th the other thing I wanted to say is, and this is where I don't really have as clear ideas or feelings, um, but maybe there is a certain degree of like, <laughs> like people from like, in our age range and younger and maybe older, like just generationally, like people not being cut from the same cloth in terms of having a critical eye or analysis on their craft, on art in general. And that just leading to <laughs> like not stimulating art, you know, yeah. like it's like if you, if you, it's, to put it another way, it's like maybe there are people, just people where if you said, look, you have here's uh, millions of dollars and you have free reign to say whatever you want and there's no pressure, whatever. And it's like whatever would come out of them would not be interesting <laughs> yeah. or I not mean, be stimulating. Well, yeah. And also like, you know, consider the technology aspect where, um, you know, it's hard to have a different perspective when we're all kind of looking through the same funnel of this yeah. whole, right. completely immediate, just plane of constant yeah. information of equal importance seemingly yeah. um it's hard to like you know like <laughs> like have a perspective like i grew up here i did this i've mm -hmm. never been here i've never done that it's like now it's like every fucking person is liable to be exposed to damn near anything yeah. but i i do think that there's you know there is that lack of space in the real world mm -hmm. of you know, and all these intersecting for these intersecting many intersecting reasons, cultures are siloed somewhat sometimes. Like they're right, not yeah. they're not interexposed to each other, right? Which right. is where all of this comes from ultimately, right? right. Um, and you know, we're getting more and more atomized uh, as we go, so it'll be. Can I say something worse. on that? Yeah, that's that leads me to another thing that I've talked with y'all about before, which is like, I feel like. I mean, I could I could just go, we need to get organized and then brush my hands together and then call it a day. But like, yeah. I want to be more specific. It's mm -hmm. like, I feel like a part of this, this um, opening up this, this world and these spaces where dope stuff is getting made and people are connecting and there is like a, I, I use this phrase, cultural consensus or whatever, like there's multiple layers to it. It's like the first step is I feel like artists who are dope in different areas, literally, I'm sorry, like organizing, like and yeah. by organizing, I just mean start talking to each other, like fucking set up a group chat uh, on iMessage or Signal or whatever and be like, hey, I respect you and I respect you and I feel like we could do blah, 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 blah together, right? And then, right. and then, and, and, and carrying that. And then the next layer is like, it's, it's institutional. It's like, what concretely are you creating? How can you get it out to the world and, and to your respective audiences in a way that's like sustainable? And then carrying that cooperative spirit out across, you know, different mediums and, and spaces. So collaborating, if you're a musician, collaborating with the visionary directors that you that you know about and and encouraging them to collaborate and organize with other directors and, and producers or whatever so you know things building out in that way but then i feel like on top of that like we literally need to fucking start like or to start cultivating a new cultural superstructure 
Yes. Like yeah. we need yeah. like new award systems, oh new God, media, yeah. new publications. Oh so where the people who are on the same page about all of these different things can rec we can recognize each other's art, the 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 communities that follow and support our art, we can recognize it and celebrate it together, talk yeah. about it on our own terms and know that people aren't being fucking exploited in the in the process. Cause that's the whole point. It's like yeah. to to actually sustain it, not just from a economic or material standpoint but from a social standpoint like to where people feel like oh well this is different this is fundamentally different from the fucking oscars from the whatever and also mm -hmm. the shit that i'm being exposed to is at a fucking higher caliber at a higher mm -hmm. level than what i'm seeing through these legacy uh, mm -hmm. award yeah. institutions and media publications or whatever like this is where the good shit is consistently being shared with me and there's a culture, there's like a, a culture of humanization like through and through. It's not this fucking thing where you know deep down, damn, there's all these pedophiles in this room and there's all these like rapists yeah. in this room and everyone's just like, there's gonna be rapists and pedophiles everywhere for the record, but it's like, <laughs> where, where you know people know. Where you, Look to your left. Where people know. <laughs> Look to your right. One people of you. People know <laughs> and there's a, there's, a, there's a silence about it because mm -hmm. of the power dynamics. There's not, well, of course. Yeah, there's not a democratic right. culture. Yeah. There's not transparency and so on and so forth. But yeah, I, I, I think about that all the time. It's like, Dope people yeah. need to get together with other dope people who have something to say, start making dope things. And then there needs to be this, there needs to be like coverage of that. Like there and, needs to be like, yeah. and, and then discussion about in the coverage and yeah. celebration of that. And, and it's not going to come from the top down. It's not going to be all of this shit that I just described isn't going to be fucking Warner or whoever the fucking bit. It's, it's going to be consensus. Yeah. It'll be consensus. Right. right. The, right. the it's best picture of the year. Or maybe the best couple pictures. Maybe it doesn't have to be dope. There's one. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> like maybe it doesn't. Or we don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to rank yeah. Yeah, exactly. at all, you know? Right. No one has to win, you know? Yeah. And then I feel like it's got to. I mean, it doesn't have to start with this, but a big part of it has to be people abandoning this idea that you're going to have any success in the algorithm. They've somehow. They've somehow created the <laughs> same exact dynamic they created in the real world, which you know yeah, yeah, they yeah. do in many ways. No, where people just think they're they're gonna blow up mm -hmm. and get however mm -hmm. many thousands of followers. It's like I think I've said a version of this before, but it's like we've now completely replaced the idea of like capital with just with social capital. It's like people think that two hundred fifty thousand followers necessarily translates to money, but like to put it in perspective. Jabuki was my roommate when he had like hundreds of thousands of followers. <laughs> like it doesn't we mm -hmm. we lived in the same apartment in fucking Bushwick. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything, mm -hmm. you know. And that like, that uh, online capital. Yeah, so it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't translate to shit. And we're we're making. I mean, y'all are making content. I don't really post anything on there like that. But like. People are making content with this idea that they're like the next one's gonna be my gonna go viral and I'm gonna get all these followers and everything and it doesn't mean anything. You're gonna get your it golden ticket, Charlie. You're gonna get your <laughs> yeah. algorithmic golden ticket, Charlie. Right. Let and, me tell you something. Like, <laughs> like I am so extremely online. It feels like I'm walking around like the Chernobyl fallout site, like <laughs> every day. Like yeah. I am. I feel like a radiation cancer like like burn in my head mm, every yeah. day because yeah. I'm so online because I almost feel like 
it's it's partially an addiction for sure yeah. but the other part of it is i can't look away there's just too i'm just too yeah. i have because to me like wh- whatever i am part of it is someone who can just look at what the hell is going on and at least package it and say a thing about it yeah and the more i see the more i like start to cons- i like i start to be able to be the canary in the coal mine because like there's days where i feel like i'm literally on like the front lines of this algorithm you're talking about because i see it my eyes are like this close to it like i'm looking at it this close and it's like between tiktok all the apps explore page shit the ai art like it is going so fast and it's so shaved down to just the bare like just silhouette of whatever the thing is that content is so divorced from it. And it's yeah. like, I'm at least like a somewhat like aware person. Whereas most people are not aware. Most yeah. people, the majority of people are not self-aware people. Yeah. Right. And not in a malicious way. Yeah, they just yeah, yeah. are not. It's yeah. hard to be. Yeah. Um, it's hard to have the space. There's a million reasons yeah, of course. why yeah. people are yeah. not self-aware. But most also, of them are not. And I swear to God, it's like moths to the fucking flame, all this shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's right. like, it's horrifying. It really yeah. is. I I mean <laughs> I just wanted to apart, apart I, I I don't wanna like I don't wanna be weird about it, but like a part of me wants to like I think it's important that you specifically are saying that because you're someone who, you know, your TikToks go viral regularly. I mean, like you've generated objectively millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of views and impressions over the the last two years or so. And it's like, we're still like wage slaves. It's like we're everyone in this room is still a wage slave. Oh, let me say, I have absolutely just like your Jabuki comment. I have no idea what my reach is. Yeah. Absolutely couldn't tell you. Right. No idea. I could be a a little YouTuber. I could be a TV star. I have no idea what range, where in the range I sit. But just to Yudoye's point about it does not, like, it does not, that does not trans. And I'm like, Connor is like exceptional on in terms of like the metrics and the the stats and all if you just looked at the numbers it's like holy shit and we know other people who are like this mm-hmm. but and but they're worse off than you because they're still it's like they're yeah. they they're like literally like a fucking zombie yeah. for this shit that ultimately isn't going to deliver this mm-hmm. like you're not yeah. going to get this fucking first of all the entertainment the corporate entertainment industry as it works today it doesn't work the the way that some of these people think it does it doesn't work that you have millions of followers and what it's actually like the, a lot of the that it could it's almost irrelevant it's like almost entirely irrelevant actually yeah like the people people <laughs> oh, will say that. people will say oh like you know if you are uh, auditioning or whatever it like gives you that edge or something and i and i definitely think that's true but also the other the other side of the the coin is like especially when you're deep enough in the entertainment industry you have enough relationships you know it works off of talent skill and and then social connections and relationships and so i'm i'm saying this to say that for people like you and others who have these sizable platforms and can consistently go viral it's like there has to be a a collective recalibration and reassessment uh, around that and understanding it as a uh just another uh potential point of distribution for independent creation that's how it needs to be understood not as a pipeline 
to this exploitative, these yeah. exploitative legacy institutions that, you know, that's a fucking crapshoot anyways, you know? It's like... It's, it's gig yeah. economy entertainment. Oh, yeah. It is. Right. yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It needs is. to be understood as it's that. It's like, like, no, you're not going to get a job or be discovered. We're going to keep you internship famous. Like, it's an internship yeah. of fame. It's yeah. like, you're not getting paid, yeah. but... You, you get to say you're on TikTok. You get to say you're you're verified. Yeah. You get you're that. You're one of the oh, most whole... well-known peasants in our fields. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. You're you're at the this top of our peasant, of peasant, our peasant leaderboards. Do you know that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Some Hunger Games <laughs> shit. <laughs> he harvested. Connor harvested the most radishes. <laughs> he gets yes, an extra bag he of the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. He tilled the yeah. most turnips this season. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. I'm like, right. donate, guys. You're gonna be straight. <laughs> Scything wheat out of the field later. Please donate. Please, yeah. please. Right, right. Uh, fucking right. lives. Uh, right. Oh, a, God. Uh, a commit. <laughs> please, please. Thank you. Please, please. please. No, and then a, it's just clearly someone's like PC, this fucking screen on their PC. Right. Dog. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> two things. One, what like completely <laughs> the mermaid that was the funniest part. The mermaid, the tongue, the tongue, yeah, yeah, the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. That's how you know what's happening. I uh, I promoted a TikTok of mine. You did. I did. You said what? I put. Po- I they promoted. Got your ass. I promoted. They didn't get me. I I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> I saw the option. I was like. Let me just see. Yeah. What it Let does. me see what this yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put like ten bucks into it. I was mm-hmm. like, let me see what this does. It had maybe five, six hundred likes when I started, mm-hmm. and then over the next, over the course of two days, which feels like a long time, it went up to like two twenty five hundred. You're welcome, dude. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, TikTok. TikTok. And but no comments. No mm, other no, type of okay. engagement, no sharing, nothing like that. And I mm. I thought about it and I clicked it. I was just like, they could just raise the number. There is no obligation for them right. to act for this to actually reflect the number of people that like this video. Oh yeah. And that just completely snapped me out of any desire to like to have success on that app. Yeah, I think because I don't like, know if we've talked about this on the show, but like TikTok followers does not equate to Instagram. If I had yeah, seven hundred thousand no Instagram followers, I would not be working. Right. Like would we just... would have never met. <laughs> we wouldn't. I'd be it's fucking like, yeah. I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd, I'd, you're an influencer at that point, but yeah. It's similar yeah, to, right. to Vine. TikTok is similar to Vine in yeah. the sense of people are a little bit more loosey goosey, like with what they're yeah. following. They'll more yeah. impulsively yeah, right. like something. To follow. I do that now. Right. I'm like, well, hey, can, if you made me laugh and I see you yeah, follow me, I follow time. you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. You can accidentally follow people on TikTok. Yeah. So it's not no. as much of like this investment. No. Instagram, in, like yeah. people live on it. Like Twitter, Twitter's really hard to give followers to. Um, For you. <laughs> for you because i feel like on twitter, twitter is, the, is the thing that i know the most about yeah to, to me twitter yeah. it's like there is almost no reason to follow anyone on twitter like that's yeah. how i feel mm-hmm. unless it's like really dope yeah mm-hmm. um it could be the funniest tweet you've ever read and you'll just be like ha! anyways oh yeah the funny like, <laughs> the most fun. viral tweets on t- especially in the last few years the most viral tweets on on twitter are people with like 300 followers. Right. Because <laughs> right. like something about something about that app, and it's part of why TikTok is so entertaining, is that people hate watching like professionals do the thing that they're professional at. 
So like, if you're a comedian on Twitter, people fucking hate you. Right. Like right. there, like there's so much vitriol against comedian. And this is not me complaining. I don't care. But like, there's a there's so much vitriol on Twitter. Yeah. And TikTok is like, it feels like it's built on people that have no intention of ever being in entertainment. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like that's right. partially why I like it. Is yeah. It's right. like. It's, it's like, like it'll be a really funny guy that just works at like a a car dealership. Or exactly, something. it literally it's, represents Zach's ethos on comedy, which is sort of like the funniest people are yeah, not even they're not right. comedians. They're right. just yeah. like whatever. So it's like it kind of yeah. the cream rises to the top. If you're a funny ass motherfucker, yeah. un- intentionally or not, people are gonna see it. The yeah. cream and <laughs> also my favorite the, the crap, the crap, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dirt, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. No, my my favorite comedian is Vince Staples. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's, you know. Patrice O'Neill had a quote about that. He was like, yeah, I used to be so funny before I started doing comedy. Yeah, like that's it, in the green room. Yeah, and yeah. I feel the same way. That shit is real, bro. The Looper's also I think was on the green funny room. as fuck. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, no, it really is like the internship. Like, I do want to say this. I, I do think that this conversation we're having right now is probably the most important one like this is probably the most important conversation as it relates to entertainment art culture because it's tied directly to that it's tied directly to that feeling we all have of like damn why don't they make it like they used to you know oh god damn because can i can i find any sense out here you know all the boomer you know whatever (laughs) Um, it, but no, it's not just that, like that, that isn't the only reflection. It's also young people now more than ever getting all of their nutrition, as you put it from the fucking past, yeah. you know, they're, fi- yeah, they're feeling yeah, a faux, fo- right. they're feeling a faux nostalgia from early 2000s, 90s, 80s, 70s, you know, quote unquote city pop and all Some of this of y'all stuff. are not supposed to be nostalgic yet. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> for the love of God. Right. You're 14. Right. Right. Like, right. You should be in real time experiencing there be fucking shit amazing. Now you're hype about. Right. See, and that, no, that's what bro. I'm saying. It's it's um yeah, and it, it intersects at the the cultural, the structural, the like the economic. Like it's not just one thing, you know. And like the thing that probably irritates me the most is when I do see people talking about this kind of stuff. It's all about the fucking hamster wheel. It's all about how you can be the exception. This the game is the game is the game. There's nothing you can do but try and be the exception in the game. It's like, why can't we just let go of the fucking game and just be bold? And and this look to be real. This doesn't even like as I'm saying this. I know, I know who really my target audiences i know i'm not really talking to most artists and creatives because most of them it's, it's like they'll like this the, the sentiment but they'll go good for you man you know I'm, yeah, right. I'm gonna go and get my grammy and i'm gonna go and get my whatever i'm really talking to a specific type of artist and creative who is not too dissimilar from where we've been they have a certain degree of access they have a certain degree of experience and they have a certain degree of knowledge about how the entertainment industry actually works right now and they, so they mm-hmm. understand how fucking dumb it is and how whack it is and how there's no f- hopeful bright future in that path mm-hmm. and i feel like if enough of those people like that 
lie at that intersection can actually connect and fucking put in the work like this is where the the divide can begin where we can begin to then carve out this entirely different sure it'll be underground it'll be feel more diy for us on the on the back end but oh my god i've i've personally feel like everyone is just like itching like the waters will overflow like people yeah. will just flood into whatever this is you know subculturally subculturally that we're talking about i think jaded and what we're doing with 400 million it could just be one part of whatever that yeah. is you know right. and yeah. i think money that- would be there too i think money would be there to to start up a lot of the stuff that we're yeah. talking about from Maybe they're like they've been in the business for a long time and they agree with what we're fucking saying about how we already have yeah. some of these people in our corner. It's like the more yeah. minds, though, like that are out here that we haven't connected with yet, the more who sink in with, with us on this type shit. I, I can just see it. I can I can so clearly see mm-hmm. people being like, the, did you just say the Oscars? Who fucking right. gives a shit about the Oscars? That's not that's you, that, this fun. is the. Go ahead. I was going to say something to that. But, I was going to yeah. say, you reminded me of the second point I was going to make earlier, which is I saw a, co- a comedian who I really like, uh, and we've talked about uh, offering a $100 social media masterclass on Instagram. Yeah. And I was just like, in terms of like people getting stuck and like stuck in that oh, mindset. I think I of like, know who this is. Yeah. It's like, Are they perhaps on stage from uh, time yeah, to time? Every now and then. Yeah. Here and there. Uh, <laughs> I love like, him, but yeah. 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 He's clearly Shout grinding. Him. Yeah. It's yeah, like, no, I, no, yeah. no, I love yeah. him. That's why I don't want to say his name. I just, yeah. I just, would, I was just like, just like when you talk about people stuck in this, in that mindset, like you just gotta, you just gotta grind. You just gotta put your time in all this shit. And now we, now we've got and the people person like, you're talking about, Grinded very hard. Yeah. yeah. Long. Too. Yeah. A long time. Of course. Way longer than necessary. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like if anybody has the expertise, sure. But like it's just we're at a point where now, you know, when you talk about the fucking social capital versus real capital, it's like now we got social media speculators like doing mm-hmm. all the, like watching the markets and all this shit. Like it's right. not, like let's just fucking make shit that's good. You know, and make it's infrastructure like, and distribution to support, infra- that. To support yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, because I, uh, I mean, I just yeah, I think ahead. it is a, a very it's it's it, I think the the ultimate scope of it. There, there's many people that will ev- eventually, once it's more mature, latch on to something like this. But I think right now, people that are willing to ad- that are have resigned from the logic of the mm-hmm. entertainment industry enough to actually adopt now early adopters of the idea i think it it is it is quite a few people it's not it's not a lot of people yeah. because it yeah. is very hard because it's like i mean i i just like when the grammys announces like what bullshit they picked and people are like literally outraged i'm like you're talking about the you. fucking Grammys. Are we this fucking right. 2010? Right. Like, are we 13? Who the fuck cares? What the hell does that mean? Right. I don't give a shit. And it yeah, blows my mind to still you. see artists out there. How would you even be mad? Yeah. How would you even be mad about this? Right. It's the Grammys. And it's I like, know it's like this thing where it's like, I have a parasocial relationship with my favorite pop star and they got screwed and we need to fight for them and this isn't right. And it's like, yeah. It's like, but dude, your favorite pop star is a fucking 
illusion. They're a brand. They're a product. Like, yes, they as a person are a person, but like, do you not understand the fucking massive amount of money capital and like mechanisms behind all this? Like, Lil Nas X is like a relatable, funny guy, but like, there's fucking warships of power behind him pushing him mm-hmm. forward in the industry. The money he's making. Right. Like, it's ridiculous. Travis Scott, like, he's going to go on a fucking world tour next year. Yeah. It's going to be fucking massive. Oh, it's man. like he's a whole company. You know what I yeah, mean? It's like right. all, all these people are corporations. These yeah. people are corporations. Yeah. Like, and stop personalizing them. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> you talk about, like, this democratization of entertainment, quote unquote, with TikTok, social media, all this stuff. Just, like, watching what the algorithm actually boosts and supports, it's almost like they're just trying to... They're trying to grab anybody else who's willing to be put in that same position and be a sort of like like a buffer between normal people and this fucking wealthy class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like like an ambassador on behalf of the ruling class. Yeah, know? exactly. It's like in the same way that the middle class was kind of manufactured into being that group. Now we have middle class people with the access and the free time to like put work into all these art forms right. to, so they, they can elevate themselves to that. Right. And now you have all this access for people who, like I said, have no intention of being entertainers, but they get platformed because they just happen to do something funny, you know, and they get to this point where they have no opinions. They have no real um real desire to do things any differently because they don't really have any interest in being a part of this ecosystem in the first place. And so they have no reason to really push back against what what they may or may not realize it really is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's, and, and that's the classic, you know, like understanding of like, you know, that's why artists get labeled, you know, for the most part, you know, petty bourgeois or whatever. Yeah, and it's right. also related to my aspirations point yeah. from earlier. It's like, if you're... F- fucking looking up there the the thing i think that itches me about that is that so many of those same artists like they're they admire the ones who were pioneers that were subversive that really didn't even give Mm -hmm. a fuck about these awards like to to one degree or another many of whom didn't ever win any of them even you know and it's like I don't know. It just feels sad and pitiful Same at a thing, certain man. level. It's, it's a, like it's a choice. It's them being like, "Yo, I re- I love, I love everything he did, man. Couldn't be me, but I but I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same shit. It's also it's delusional on multiple layers. I'm not even gonna get into oh like odds and oh the odds of you winning an award or whatever. Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, if you want to have hope for that, be my guest. But it's like for that to be like is that it like that's your fucking like what's the point like what's yeah. what's what's the yeah, ultimate what do you point? actually get what I'm, is the I'm, ultimate i'm point? also sorry but like a grammy now doesn't mean as much as a grammy in the 80s it just literally doesn't yeah it uh, you yeah, want a grammy money, in 2022 yeah. like yeah from a business standpoint macklemore yeah, won a fucking and grammy also <laughs> on a cultural residence yeah. standpoint oh, that's yeah. Yeah. like people used to tune in to the grammys it was a whole night and it was a big deal and like right the album of the year is big deal and now it's just like might as well be like the vmas like yeah. it's the same shit right yeah um i was gonna make another point but i i was just thinking about how like apparently um 
like Bruce Willis sold his likeness, I think this year to like um, a company, like an AI company. Oh. Um, and just thinking about that in the context of like that conversation that was going around the internet recently of, you know, Tarantino, Tino bringing up the point, which he wasn't the first to make, um, about how the superheroes are the, the actors now. Yeah. Um, the, the movie stars. The movie stars are superheroes. They're IPs now, basically. They're yeah. not people. Right. And I think you're seeing that in, in everything. Um, like the, you know, the, the star of entertainment is now like an IP or a meme or, you know, a, a CGI character or what have you. Um, and to, to me, it's like, yeah, that's not new, but it's like there's an extra pitiful, depressing layer to that knowing the stage of like collapse that we're in it's mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, force force for the trees it's like at a certain point you gotta you gotta be like what what is the what's the ultimate aim here what's the and i gotta say this maybe it's tangential but it's like and it's no disrespect to genuinely no disrespect to people who like this is this is how they feel and how they operate right now but it's like even people who and i'm saying this stream of consciousness too like people who are kind of just like as long as it gets made you know like that's my that's my whole thing as long as i get to make what i want to make yeah i that blows my mind even Mm -hmm. i'm like that's because that's not enough that's not for me i know I, i sometimes i catch myself sounding like a radical gary v or something like, I'm just like, <laughs> like like social and instead of capitalist ends mm-hmm. it's like social ends but it's like gary a really like, i wish i was ostracized so i could remake <laughs> all my friends yeah. <laughs> no no but it's it's the thing of like I, I said it already i know i said it already and i'm like sounding like a broken record but it's like i don't i i need to be a part of a broader culture and system like if i'm creating great things i want to be a part of a broader system and culture where great things are being made right like i it it does like it it's like less to me to even accomplish or make a great thing and i'm fucking just sitting on a fucking hill like it's like your shit no one's thing is great if there's not like a great world to share it with yeah yeah like it just doesn't it doesn't matter right like right. it doesn't matter if there's a dumbass audience there to consume it who the fuck cares i right. put these tiktok out talks out half 90 percent of the people commenting are fucking idiots that don't get it like right, they right. get it but like their take on it is the most like myopic fucking bullshit right right whether it's just a simple joke or me having a take or whatever it's like it's like well this is who i'm among like this is this right. is this is what the algorithm put me in front of. It's like right. that's yeah. why so many reactionary assholes follow me because it's just like the algorithm can't account for like the person, the actual like profile right. of yeah. the person. Right. It right. just takes little slivers of it and matches right. it up with some numbers and some metrics and goes right. fucking Bucky the f- goddamn sorry Buck, but uh, <laughs> you know whatever Rick. Oh, fuck, Ricky. Uh, I don't know, whoever. Some hick. Richard. Yeah, some (laughs) Richard guy is going to, like, interpret your video the right way and like it because it's about Call of Duty when I'm, like, maybe I'm making a joke that's a little bit deeper than I don't know, whatever. But it's, like, it's, like, yeah, I fucking, like. Can I say? If I'm, if I'm, if I'm, you know, if 
if, if any of us are heralded as great, it's like by whom? Right. Yeah. By whom? Right. Yeah. What does it I mean, matter? Right. I mean, right. bro, in the stand up world, I still got to contend with like, like I have an audience on Twitter, but I don't have that big an audience. I still have to contend with the fact that most people coming to my shows are not people who know me, people who understand me. You right. know what I'm saying? And this is all I say this because these are all people coming from social media. People still come to shows and they're just like, oh, I didn't really understand what it was going to be. I didn't really know it was going to be like that. Or, and it's just like, nope, there's no way of getting the whole picture if we're just living completely online. You know what I'm saying? Just why we have to, like, on top of building all this shit on the internet, we also have to just, like, you know, build shit in the real world, you know? It's just, just sad, man. Platforms like YouTube, Patreon, Spotify, they're all ass. They don't respect your privacy, they're riddled with ads, and they're completely silent and unreachable when you need help. Have you ever talked to somebody at YouTube? Think about that. I sure haven't. To top it all off, we don't control them at all, despite being the reason they exist. So that's why we're partnering with a design and development agency called Sanctuary Computer to build our own cooperative alternatives that bring the best features of all those platforms together and that we can control together too. We seriously gotta have an exodus to some sort of digital Zion that we've built ourselves. Somewhere where all of us can actually have a say over the technology that we're using to communicate with each other. For more on how you can support us all in getting off these shitty platforms, visit opencollective.com slash digital Zion and tap in. Just because these dystopian systems are eating themselves alive doesn't mean they gotta take us with them. I yeah. think this this um yeah like this this part of the conversation like dovetails nicely with something I wanted to say about how even I feel like what at least what I'm saying about um wanting to be a part of a broader subculture culture community in that's creating great things and is perceiving and receiving great things and having rich communication with each other because that's yeah. what I feel like art is um I feel like a part of that perspective that I'm sharing is literally informed by this fear of not wanting to feel alone you know yeah. it's like which you know, all of us feel, we talk about feeling isolated and f fragmented and whatever in terms of like the broader systems of and structures of society. And I think like really what we're saying like has, like there's there's broader broader implications to, to, to what we're saying. It's like, I wanna, I wanna create something great and have it go out there and actually feel like I have a sense of a pulse. I have a sense of who gets the, the layers of it Mm -hmm. and then be able to look at creative peers who are creating very different things from me, but they can still understand and receive what it is that I'm doing. And then the broader audience, quote unquote, or broader, quote unquote, consumers or whatever, they are also an extension of this, this like real community, like this sense of like, oh no, we're, we're on the same page or we're on the same wavelength. And like, they can deeply appreciate what it was that you communicated and adequately support you in in your com artistic communications and that's that's just the norm you know for everyone who's creating but it's like right. at the end of the day it's not like i got my fucking shiny award and hopefully it gets me more business and more you know yeah. more gigs and whatever it's that a it's a cultural respect 
cultural like consensus thing where you made something great and you feel like this was stamped and you know and and it was it, it was stamped by people that i respect and who are also getting a chance to like be seen and then at the end of the day we don't have to worry about getting more work we yeah. don't have to worry about you know the next quote-unquote gig or job that's the part of it that kills me bro is like having that sense that that's why i've like pumped the brakes on everything uh in recent months where i was just like getting that sense that everything is just like a little a badge or a resume builder just to put just to put toward the next thing that i might not even enjoy right and it's like whether it's in the interest of the algorithm or more legacy industry shit it all it all just feels like everybody's kicking their own kicking the can of their own artistic integrity down the road mm-hmm. right. st- until they get until right. they build up the credibility to be <laughs> right. able to do what they the want to do credi- credibility yeah, yeah it's like but there are people like like for example Brad Pitt who I know has some like fucked up shit going on right now I guess but um yeah, he's abusive but, to his family. Yes, for those that. I don't know. Yes, um, but it was he had a career for what twenty, thirty years before he started producing a bunch of other people's shit. Which, like, he was one of the biggest actors, at least in the country, if not the world, in the nineties, mm-hmm. and w- and then didn't produce uh, other people's films till twenty some years after that. It's like people who get to that point in the industry still don't feel like they have the power or the access yeah. to create their own shit. Yeah. So why follow this path to be at all? Mm-hmm. You know, right. if if it never yields that, if if not the actual like material resources, the feeling that you have them and that you can actually spare them in the interest of your art. Without the without the cosine of some whatever production company or uh, corporation, you know, right. it's like if you never actually attain that, and people are speaking to the fact that you never actually attain that, mm-hmm. then just do the shit you want to do. Right? You know, it's funny. Just as a side note, like uh, Tarantino in that Segura interview was like. He was like, do you like produce movies? He's like, making movies is really hard. If I'm not making a movie for me, I'm not making a fucking movie, (laughs) which I understand because it is. And also that's probably tied into the same factors. What makes a movie hard is all these like limitations and and scarcity and all that. Right. And it's really appealing. It's a business deal. It's a massive, stressful business deal. And wouldn't you know it, fucking shoving creativity through the funnel of like a business deal kind of limits you or like yeah it's once again just despite that setup is anything good ever made yeah and it's it is appealing to have somebody come to you and say we'll do most of this work for you you know right it is there is there is value to that but at the end of the day that's just people Mm. that's just people with resources you know you can you can find people with resources as an individual it's like one of the biggest one of the biggest issues I have in this in the industry is that um, the way peop- a lot of people relate to you is purely on the basis of, I have these connections that you don't have. Mm-hmm. I have connections. You want connections, right? Yeah. I'm just like, I can make connections. 
you know yeah they do a very good job of convincing you that you can't uh but i can make fucking connections i have that capacity humans are social creatures here's the most important part about that you're taking one of the most sacred things about human life which is the genuine connection of two human beings and their relationship with each other and you have fully fully commodified it i cannot think of anything more dehumanizing than your motivation for connecting with another human being Mm -hmm. On this chaotic, lawless, violent world we are born into non-consensually, then then fucking commodifying that, which to me is why, like, baked into to stay psychologically sane, baked into this ambition I've ever had to mm-hmm. do anything has been I'm not gonna do that though. Not stepping into that room. Mm-hmm. Like not no, like in high school, as early as high school, you know, it's really important to make good connections, network. What the fuck are you ingraining <laughs> yeah. in a child's mind about how they socialize? They're not even fully socialized as human beings yet. <laughs> right. And you're telling them this will lead to a good job, get into a good school. Right. And you know what? Fuck it. It may just be good to just may just be good down the line. You never know. Right. Nest egg. It's like that is you're uh, fully programming out the basic kinship of human beings bro, from adolescence. Going to a, a high school with like uh with like mostly white kids who which I had never done before that point and seeing the the frequency that people are like writing thank you letters to strangers who were just like at a thing <laughs> I, I forgot that dog I, that shit was thank you letters man uh, yeah i i remember seeing that for the first time and being like you don't give a fuck about that man what right. are you doing yeah you don't talk to him you don't talk to her why are you doing this why are why are any of us doing this what the fuck and they like people trying to ask me to do it i'm just like no absolutely not you know it's like just this maintaining of connections just in case or like I had a co- I have a cousin who uh, growing up who would always tell me like you got to be nice to everybody because you never know who they might become. I'm just like, what if I just was nice? What if to I them? don't like them? Yeah. What if they suck? What if I don't care? What if who they be- what if who they become is what if they were gonna become Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I was nice to them. Now I gotta deal with being That's nice. That's a cool to- painting, man. <laughs> nah, nah. You take my number. Yeah. Yeah. That's I can I just say though, and this is like a, a nuanced, I guess, perspective on it. This is why I feel like it's so important for, you know, what we're trying to cultivate in terms of like cooperative or democratic, I don't know what to call it, culture, industry, whatever. Like why it's so important that something like that be embedded in um or p- rather people who are trying to co- cultivate this kind of thing embed it in efforts to create decommodified space mm-hmm. materially mm-hmm. because the for most people like one thing most people have in common is that they don't want to starve and that they want to live comfortably and that they don't want to have to worry about rent and they don't want to have to worry about whatever just most people yeah and and explicitly explicitly establishing that as a, a motivation in an effort to to create or to whatever and then having a clear transparent process 
in which we can articulate how all of us achieve that together through whatever we're doing, it helps to cultivate a, a certain level of trust that, again, it's like it's embedded in something real that actually serves everyone and isn't just material. It is social as well. And it does make everyone feel like if I do great, it's going to impact other people positively and myself. Mm-hmm. It's impacting me positively and other people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's what separates fundamentally what we're talking about from like a traditionally capitalist startup uh, or business and entertainment. Because that's where it stops short. Me. Right. Right. Hamster wheel. Everyone, we can all be in the same company or whatever, but we're all these in a capitalist context. You're an isolated Mm -hmm. being who is here to generate an output. Right. Whereas if you've opened up a space and it's like we're trying to create great things, distribute it in a in a better way where we actually have control and so on and so forth. And we have this North Star of all of us not having to worry about rent anymore or our food or whatever. And then you have like this democratic process on top of it in all of its iterations and shapes and forms and dimensions. Like now I feel like you know, we're, we're talking about something. It's like we can be real. Like it's, it, it opens up space for authenticity. We're like mm-hmm. we're not playing any of the social games that you have to in a capitalist firm of like, oh, we're not really all, you know, th- we're a family here. We're not really all just here because we need fucking money. Oh, we're a yeah. family. It's like, no, it's like we can acknowledge that we don't want to fucking suffer and that right. we also want to do fulfilling things with our labor and with our time and our energy and our resources and yeah i feel like the the rest of the conversation is just like the logistics and around how that mm-hmm. comes about and where it's sad know? though because like that that um instinct that like scarcity logic and everything it's like it's so deeply ingrained oh yeah so, so many people bro. oh yeah and like even the hamster wheel instinct of yeah, I just right. gotta I just gotta be on my own though. Bro, yeah, like, I you know what gotta, I, you know what I keep thinking of is uh there's a sound that has been going around on Instagram that uh where people will just like post whatever their talent or their skill is, their art or whatever, and the sound is somebody sound just going going, uh you know, my homie was like, How come you're not famous yet? Because you didn't share my shit. Right. Why didn't you share my shit? And it's just like it like irks me every time because mm-hmm. I'm just like it's so stuck in this logic of just like everybody, everybody in this bitch <laughs> needs to come together and support me by myself. Right, right, right. I deserve to be famous because you can see that I have a middling at best level of <laughs> ability in this art. Yeah, right. Uh, I make a type of painting. I make a type of painting that a lot of people don't do. Because it's not good, <laughs> and everybody needs yeah, to rally. Why didn't you share my shit. Juice World al- album cover art variant? <laughs> it's like, it's just so, it's so upsetting every time somebody posts it. I'm just like, yo, I don't. That makes me not give a fuck about your about whatever you do. Because like I know so many other people that have been struggling just as hard, if not harder, than you to to make better shit. So like, 
we can get into a contest where we're going back and forth and telling each other your art sucks no your art sucks and like you should support mine or we could just like link up and actually build some shit to we should get to what tim rogers calls the bottom line and the bottom line is that (laughs) if we don't the solution to get out of this shit is through cooperation is through collective action that's the only way anything anything's gonna fucking change yeah not waiting yeah not waiting yeah not hey how you doing over there good i'm doing pretty good yeah like you're on separate arcade machines playing different games no you're all in the same game right we gotta hack this shit together i've finally been i've been getting into i swear this is relevant uh been getting into uh people's history of the united states finally i've read little pieces of it but uh just thinking about how intentional so much of the the building of this country was particularly in the sense that to exactly that point people are just the creation of this country was so broad and this was when it was just 13 colonies now it's 50 plus a bunch of plus a bunch of territories that people don't talk about because they won't don't want to contend with america's uh existence as an empire Mm -hmm. but the fact that it was founded explicitly with the intent that like insurrectionary or revolutionary movements could not spread because they couldn't gain broad support across this much space you know and now that's just like translated entirely onto the digital space you know it's just crazy to think about uh about things like that and that they were honestly that was fun. <laughs> y'all snapped with that shit, bro. That was crazy. <laughs> y'all really, that shit is really going until this day. Dude, I. If people I, don't think that shit like this can work, you know? I had this realization. We were recording Welcome Book the other day, and I introduced Max and Tony as my best friends from the great gateway to the West, St. Louis, Missouri, because that's what it's called. <laughs> and then I realized as I was saying, I'm like, that's racist, actually. It's <laughs> like, this shit's about manifest destiny. That's why it's called <laughs> yeah. that shit. It's called Gateway to the West, but it's like they, yeah, they needed the whole <laughs> fucking West to yeah. get everyone spread out and then federalized. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, to a central banking system. Right. So let me be concrete in my appeal here. Like, and I'm saying this genuinely, I'm not trying to be funny or set up a joke. Um, like, if you're, if you're, it's in, giving this is not funny at all energy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was just, I don't. I was just getting ready to laugh. It's just me saying I'm trying to have a serious, uh, make a serious point um, in a serious appeal. But like, if you're anyone who's like heard what we're talking about and like it resonates, no matter where you're at in the the industry, like my appeal and challenge would be to like really pause for a second and like assess what you already have at your disposal, not just money or like resources or tech technology, but literally your own skills and your own relationships, you know? And, and I would ask you to reach out because I, I personally believe like the shit that we're talking about with the right people invested and the right people engaged. And it's not just going to be like, I, I do like cultural workers as a phrase more broadly because there's a lot of roles to 
to be filled in what we're talking about. It's not just the people in front of the camera. It's all the people behind the camera. It's all the people involved with the technology. You know, it's, I mean, it just goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. in terms of how expansive the, you know, the industries are that make quote unquote entertainment. But if you're anywhere within, in that, like I would just implore you to just reach out, even if it's like asking questions or, you know, you, you want to pick our brains about something more, more specific in what we've been talking about, just do it because what the fuck else are we going to do? It's like, we're just going to sit here with our thumbs up our asses. Like as all of this, I mean, shit gets worse that too, but shit gets worse culturally. Shit gets, you know, shit gets worse structurally, you know, less opportunity. It's like, we, again, we've said it before. It's like, you know, I know I'm like a broken record, but it's like, we have, we have, nothing to lose at this point but our chains it's like and all of the fucking opportunity in the world as far as the u.s is concerned i'm sorry like that's another thing i'm going to keep repeating we have so much access in this country it's fucking ridiculous Mm -hmm. so much in terms of resources so much in terms of like relative stability there's still so much opportunity to do some of the things that we're talking about and then where i really get excited is like god what are the collective implications of like a large enough group of people being organized in this way like what are the implications for people outside of quote unquote this entertainment thing Mm -hmm. who are looking in and seeing all of these people in this respective industry living in this way and literally like they're in the world living in this way and the curiosity the the questions the, the the conversations that get that get raised you know, and the other thing I want to say, I'll put a pin in it here is like, let go of this, this idea of like, whatever the alter, the people who are trying to carve out this alternative path, having all of the answers, like no one has all of the fucking answers. No one has everything figured out anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Even the say, people yeah. upholding these systems of oppression and domination do not have every facet of what is going on on like an understanding of all of it. They just don't. You have people who have different focuses in different areas and they organize with each other. And out of that organization comes the broader picture of the quote unquote system. And all we're saying is there should be people who have different focuses in different different places, industrial, social, whatever, who share these values around cooperation, not having landlords, not having bosses, wanting decommodified space, the commons, all of these types of people starting from our context of the arts and entertainment just coming into the same room and figuring out okay yeah i agree with that and i agree with that okay so let's figure it out you know yeah yeah to that point like i i hear constantly a lot of good faith like questions like what okay what is the alternative what do we do and i know we've talked about it on here a lot but it's like at the base level you should just realize it's what's not the solution what's not like that at the baseline you have to yeah. see what's yeah. not so stop, going to yeah. work so you can stop looking back like you're wasting yeah. your time like it doesn't matter if over. we have yeah. a concrete because here's the thing like you also have to start thinking in the context of like not every solution is going to work for every single fucking person it's more an instinct right it's a sensibility right a tendency right there's certain principles like i don't know like democracy is Consent, one of them consensus yeah. consensus right. like everyone having the most amount of freedom they possibly can the most amount of autonomy they possibly can 
to be but more ex- even more simply to be more explicit about what you're saying the idea that any one person should have all the ideas or have it all worked out is some authoritarian bullshit right nobody yes. has that that's and, when you're going he, into cult yeah. territory yeah like, that's yeah. when you're you're dealing with a fucking cult right and the exact right right and even right. asking that question perpetuates this notion that we should be in that type of territory you know right. what i'm saying it's like forcing people to answer that question just entirely defeats the purpose like if you're, you're saying, like a- how would you impose your little world on me it's like right well i don't i wouldn't i don't have a way of doing that because that's a defining aspect of the world i'm trying to build is that people don't do that like what what a fucking like 30,000 population of 30,000 like town in like Iowa needs to do if they have like their own right culture right. versus us a group right. of entertainers right. that met on literal social media apps mm-hmm. and living in New York City yeah it's right. not yeah. gonna be the same shit right, right. but it will both be rely on each other right that's right. it and don't me, need someone in charge. And here's right. what I want to underscore on that point. Let's zoom out because people are, the, the questions will always be never ending. But the big, big things I always see come up, they, they're always about money and they're always about like access. They're always about like reach. Those are like the main sort of like things that I see. And the main one is like the survival of the fittest instinct of like everyone's naturally competitive and nature's hierarchical. Like that's that's the that's the big one apart from yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking of people that are just like they're still trying to grasp with the idea that what we could be suggesting is even fundamentally possible. Right, and it's like and they'll 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 think about like people's conditioning as it stands as it stands now, but then they're thinking about okay, well. How are you, where are you getting the resources to even start some of what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. And like, I've always said and and felt at least for the last few years, like the money is fucking out there Mm -hmm. to like kickstart whatever. It just is like, obviously, yeah, (laughs) like these crypto apps. But I'm saying like, even for like, okay, like the collective intelligence, like enough people at the same intersection as us who can who understand what we're saying if they all got in a room Mm -hmm. and strategize with each other no one is going to convince me that all of those people couldn't come out with resources of all sorts to start Mm -hmm. doing all kinds of things no one in the world could convince me otherwise i'm just sorry like i through whatever means whatever whatever means you know are there and it would probably be like experimental it would be like experimentation and like it would be scientific to a degree of like let's mm-hmm. just see what actually works we got to yeah. work this but, out but but to me to have nestled in there as an x factor of baseline survival trust with each other baseline survival needs we're cre- right. first and foremost cre- getting everyone in this right. room out of a scarcity zone right. right that's first and foremost as an incentive and even as like a, tr- a trust building thing like I, I it's just so cl- clear cut to me and we've said it before what are then the implications beyond that you know now you have space to create more to do more things well you no, know? no 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 once everybody has all their needs met we run out of money that's how it works it's true and he, we would have to make more yeah we'd have to make a profit yeah there's not enough money for that There'd be the growth would stop. The growth, the growth, <laughs> the growth would cease. Yeah, 
No, but even if it's like talking to, you know, quote unquote, angel funders or investors or talking to finding people out here who they have generational wealth and they're aligned with what we're talking about. These people exist, you know, like they're out here and there's even more people to 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 be won over. And then when if we actually create the proper distribution technology and systems, then we can self-sustain, generate resources through our art and the things that we're creating and that can sustain you know the 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 spaces that we've been able to open up it's like becoming uh scarcity neutral you know they say like they're <laughs> carbon neutral it's like yeah, i'm yeah. scarcity neutral you know there's no scarcity <laughs> we're past that it's just kind of a self-generating thing <laughs> yeah but that scarcity that... neutral cars <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something i don't know that i i do find myself um underscoring the trust point too and i do think that's a conversation in and of itself well i think that that's what comes also from like generational communities there's just a trust it's like oh i this family like we like go generations back you can trust literally any one of them yeah that's and then now you're functioning with that level of trust it's Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah it's 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 pretty strong right you know i mean i i'm thinking of like that's like in a broader sense i'm thinking about immediate like even in us in terms of like mm. especially dealing with artists and especially right. dealing with artists who have been primed and conditioned in all the ways that we just described right like people feeling like people have ulterior motives and <sighs> and whatever yeah. like beyond what i just said like the base the um having motives beyond the baseline survival and, that tr- and trust and community sad when you meet someone and you can feel that in them like that yeah. distrust you're just yeah. like oh yeah. man you're just <laughs> like, like what are you want, like man? you're a mile away <laughs> right like, yeah you are you are a mile's arm reach <laughs> right right, <laughs> right now like, just like what the fuck do you want yeah it's like just so not it's just so not real it's yeah. com- complete uh simulation of what you who they want are. for me pal there's an, there's an, there's another implication. <laughs> there's another implication in there though of like, yeah, you start small and yeah, you do have a proper vetting system. And like, I would mm-hmm. imagine with what we're trying to do, you know, I would hope that over time, you know, it's like, it can be a smoother, you know, there's a smoother process that allows us to keep expanding with respect to autonomy and, res- and mm-hmm, democracy right. and, and all of that. And that's something we'll have to figure out. But, I don't put it past us. Like I, we have the, we have the ability. I feel like it just, it has to start there with some of these mm-hmm. people. Like you have to, at le- have to at least understand and acknowledge that, you know. And I know I've said it before again, but like, this shit is relatively new. These, the entertainment systems and in- industries and legacy institutions. This, all of this shit is relatively new. This is all yeah. stuff from the most part that's from the last one hundred or so years. Yeah. So like, don't fucking think that like that's the end all, be all. Right. You know, like that. That's it. You know. Right. And also, it's like, yeah, it's fucking built on a foundation of skeletons and fucking dead bodies, countless corpses. The entertainment like, industry. Yeah. Or? Yeah. 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 So oh, fuck that shit. Are you yeah. kidding me? Fuck that shit. Like, it needs why, to be dismantled and. Destroyed. Why would you even? Why would you even want to associate yourself with it? I just really want to meet Alec Baldwin. <laughs> if I see Alec Baldwin, Woody responsible Allen in for the at street, least one of those bodies. <laughs> if I if I see if I see Alec Baldwin and Woody Allen in the street, 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> Throw an egg at that nigga. I'm head. doing a double katana slice through both of them like that. <laughs> like that. And then I'm like 20 yards away and they go, and they fall like that. Slice them up like Barack. Yeah. I'm just like, Mortal Kombat. I fulfilled my vengeance. Okay. That's the other level, too. That was right? for the like, IG that you guys are we sick did. and tired of rewarding sociopaths? Like, God damn. Dude, there's I some... know I am. I mean, like, I'm t- I'm just tired. Like, I'm tired of being a sociopath and being so fucking <laughs> rewarded all the time. Everybody just gives me so much. They put their whole lives and energy into just supporting me, and it's really annoying. There's I'm a sociopath. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> there's this um, podcast where these guys talk about basically like ejaculation, I guess, jerking off. And they interview porn stars all the time. And they're just no like that. What? No jumper? No, I mean that that too. But yeah, just I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like LA is really a, a monster right now. Like yeah. LA is a nightmare with like yeah. between crypto streamers, fucking like that type of shit. Horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Horrifying. Yeah. Place. It's, it's been horrifying the whole time. I remember one. Time. How do you raise a family there in that degeneracy? <laughs> Those liberal fucking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> liberal. Fuck. Liberal. Fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Years ago, I, I went to this dude's uh, studio in LA. It was like, like a photo studio, not a studio apartment. That sentence already terrifies me. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Well, think he... of Terry Richardson. Is that his name? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah he like. He told me that like he told me like Chief Keith was supposed to be there and all this shit. They were gonna take pictures with Chief Keith. He never showed up. At one point they explicitly asked me if I was an influencer. I was like, if I was, wouldn't you know that? <laughs> but I actually didn't know what an influencer was at the time. So I was just like, What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. We just ended up just like under the influence? Yeah. Like alcohol? Yeah. Uh yeah, we just ended up we we just ended up riding around hoverboards in his fucking studio, and uh and then I had a panic attack and cried on by his rooftop pool. That sounds like a, a day in L.A. That's, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I moved back to Atlanta within two weeks, I think. Yeah, just a nightmare place. Yeah, it's fucking sick. It's one place on earth where you see people that you've admired your entire life, and you just could not give less of a fuck. Yeah, it's. Really, a I'm dissolutioning. Not, I'm not just tired of that. I'm also I'm tired of the quote unquote discourse cycles. Mm. I'm tired of. I'm just. Yeah. I'm tired of the whole thing. I, I'm just. I don't. Yeah. I don't want there to be. I don't want. Th- I want there to be space that is not fertile for any of that stuff to even germinate. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. always gonna have drama. You're always gonna have gossip. You're always gonna have fucked up people who do fucked up things and and make mistakes and you know it's that's that's just a part of like human nature and organization and whatever but if at least if there's like a democratic culture a cooperative culture a culture of transparency there yes diversity like all of these different things like it minimizes so much stuff i mean it minimizes the odds of so much of this crap from being able to evolve 
you know but that's like that's another part it's like another that's like an underbelly of all the shit that we were even just talking about now yeah there's like so many layers to why it sucks it's kind of incredible it's like impressive you know yeah but it just if anything it just reinforces my hope and imagination around the shit we're proposing Mm. all the beautiful things that could blossom out of a democratic and cooperative creative culture and subcultures globally that we can't even imagine right now Mm -hmm. you know yeah the beautiful ways that people come together to support each other in a sustained way in an institutional way the things the creative things people think of to support a uh, an amazing project or support another artist or to create decommodified space for the commons somewhere else where you're just like god damn look all they needed was the fucking kickstart all they needed was enough people already doing some of this shit to just take it and run with it mm-hmm. Right. And that's where that's where my brain goes crazy because I'm like that's where we're talking about some revolutionary shit like that's where we're talking about we are fundamentally departing we're having an exit from capital like capitalism right. you know right yeah man at least the yeah. the, the social logic of capitalism that, exactly I mean that that also informs what what people post about what the discourse is is yeah they're posting it sometimes in a way that's like for engagement you know what i mean and then that engagement hopefully leads to fucking you know an audience or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah there's that's baked into everything the attention economy if i could live in a world where we don't have people like aiden ross finding out what fascism is for the first time fascism fascism yeah at how fucking old is that kid? And he didn't 20? get it until he saw a Nazi 20. party. Until he saw a Nazi party. He it called he saw Benito, Benito Mussolini. He called what? He's like, I don't know the fuck. Ben, what did he say? Benito Mussolini. Mussolini. Yeah, something yeah. like that. He said, uh, ultra, ultra, nat, ultra national. Autocracy. I don't know what any of this Autocrat- means, bro. I got to yeah. be honest. I don't have a clue what any of this fucking means. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just got a In a mansion. fucking mansion. Right. Yeah, it's like yeah. marble floors behind that him. Right. And a game he literally chair. owns. He's that rich. Oh, yeah. He's like one of the biggest streamers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know him. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't yeah, know he's, before he's, I hit the, the oh, video. You know. He's yeah. massive. Yeah, he's, he's massive. Fucking insane, bro. Yeah. You just see his Hitler. It's like this is see this is why I don't fuck with y'all, chat. This is why I don't fuck with y'all. If I, I ever hate chat, if I ever I call, if I ever call chat. a group of people so chat, so much. Yo, if, if I say if I ever so say disgusting. chat. Just call, call you out. You know what to right. do. No, further, further than that. Take me in the back. Load like it old up. Yeller. Old yeller, Load it yeah. up. <laughs> He's gone. Dude. Do him a favor. That's why I don't fuck with y'all chat. Oh God. Yeah. Bro. Oh my God, man. I I can't imagine put. I can't imagine. Just like, did a part of you die when the first time you decided that you were going to use that terminology? It's like, did a part of you die? You know, yeah. Like watching some of these. <laughs> it people, had to be like a. It had to be like, like a went, conscious did choice. Did a part of like, you die? When you like said they that. When, you, when you uttered the word chat. Uh, <laughs> come on, chat. Give me more. You know, it's like have you no sense you, of chat. decency, sir? Chat. Thanks, chat. Thanks, chat. What do you think, chat? Where, where should we go? <laughs> Like it's just it's like a sentient, blowing someone's head it's off. like a sentient blob of like, yeah. right? It's like 
data. It's like the exact opposite. Yeah, it's like of... an AI. <laughs> <laughs> Chat. Uh, right. What should we? <laughs> right. What should we do here? It's like right. it's like the polar opposite of the masses as a phrase. Right. It's like the other end of the spectrum. Well, shit, yeah. no. I mean, mass line, like as a concept, yeah. is like interpret the the desires and will of the mass, and then then you determine what you, you know, you determine right. what you will impose on them, essentially. Right, right, right. Literally, that is Dude. literally, live guess, stream chat is mass line praxis, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Aesthetically, but yeah. 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 Oh, fuck. That is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. You have to interpret the will of the, Interp- the input. You, you have, have to, to interpret, interpret the-, the will of the chat. <laughs> it's, <laughs> just, it's just making me oh, think yeah. of oh, so uh, Nick Fuentes talking about. So my algorithm speaking of has recently i think it's because i've been saving videos be like this is the most insane <laughs> thing i've ever seen in my life like said mm-hmm. and it's from like probably connie or nick fuentes so i save it and now my it's just like oh here's like a bunch of andrew tate videos like it's gone oh, like 20x yeah. <laughs> like it's like I'm just every third video is andrew tate uh-huh. like here you go and it's just like i didn't i'm like how is there this much content out here right I, but yeah, I did. did you see the? Uh, the can, wait, can I say this really quick? I was just gonna say what can Nick someone, Fuentes was. You know, was really quick, really quick. Just a quick note. Andrew Tate, whatever he did <laughs> with his uh, show or whatever, we need y'all to do this. <laughs> we need y'all oh. to help us out. You yeah, need to need make y'all. edits, make oh, whatever. Man. You don't have if to only even. That easy. You we don't even y- have to add us. Just fucking make it. Throw it up on the internet. Make YouTube accounts. Make TikTok accounts. We need y'all to enroll in a in jaded university. <laughs> And part no, of the no, tuition no. I'm not is a neurologist, no, no, no. but like That's Andrew Tate reaches into a like portion of the young man's brain that is so reptilian and like primal. <laughs> We so, can never compete with that. I'm sorry. In terms of media, di- like digital communications, it's like organically going on the offensive. That's what jaded forum. <laughs> we need j- aggressive yeah. jaded forum. The collective Stri- spirit yeah. bomb of we misogyny. Need, yeah. is, we need a jaded like forum street team. We need a jaded forum street team. That is what we need. We need y'all to open a portal into hell. Yeah, <laughs> that's really yeah. The doom guy has to solve this. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying Nick Fuentes said oh he was just like who I'm trying to reach is like you know like (laughs) genius young men that's who I'm trying to reach who thinks and he like starts screaming about he starts screaming about how women are stupid and how like you could (laughs) you could cook a billion of them and it wouldn't be worth one Elon Musk like just cook yeah and and he was like you could throw them all in a and then he like starts laughing because he clearly was about to say an oven and like, yeah. yo, oh man, the, freaky. The fucking the video of the the Israelites at Barclays talking to the. Have you seen the the more recent one? Uh yeah, Where they're talking about a. They're telling this dude like, first of all, you are not a real Jew. You <laughs> yeah, stole yeah. the Jewish people's yeah, yeah, identity. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> And he like man, things are really bad right now. Yo, bro, things it's are so really, rough. really bad. Well, he the funniest, the funniest part to me, he's like, uh, he brings up Kanye and he's like about his support of Hitler. He goes, yeah, we support Hitler. And then this dude, <laughs> I saw that. and then this dude Good turns God. the camera on himself and he goes, 
all of you? (laughs) 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 As though they'd all just be gathered randomly with one dude that fucks with Hitler and they don't have anything to say about. (laughs) Like, could anybody else speak to their experience? Y'all, all all of you fuck with it. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Now that I think about it, I'm a little bit, I'm at an impasse with this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, shit is really bad. They're also there's they're doing the fucking like Charlottesville ass like HBO Watchmen shit with the masks in the khakis and the Oh and the, yeah. And that. That Someone shit, said though. it looks like it's KKK, but they work at Best Buy. And that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. And uh it's terrifying. They're armed, like they got flags. They're going to drag show, like scheduled drag show events. And- uh, yeah, didn't they like uh shut down the power somehow i forget how they i don't know man but shit yeah. is really fucking bad yeah this shit is, when people are talking about timeline, like bro. like i think america's turning into a fascist country it's like turning it already into? is dude. yeah definitely already is yeah it's like the only reason it wasn't explicitly that is because for fucking hundreds of years we had this fucking middle line just protecting just protecting the notion of america you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And the people that actually had any type of revolutionary intent just were like completely silenced. I yeah. mean, I'm always say America been fascist the whole time. It's just a, it's just a, authoritarianism and democracy is a, it's like a spectrum. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, but it's just how yeah, fascist chattel, what, to what extent? You know, yeah. how chattel slavery, yeah. chattel slavery. Right. I mean, look, if you want to be particular about fascism and like. You know, talk about, you know, totalitarian, authoritarian state. And it's vague, broad strokes when people use the term, you know, fascist and talk about fascism. But, yeah, I mean, like, the through line is authoritarianism and then just how bad it gets at different junctures and points in time. And on that point, I wanted to say, I think it's interesting, like, looking at all these characters, Nick Fuentes, you know, Milo, Milo. which I didn't even think I was going to bring his name up ever again i thought that was yeah niggas yeah. is reaching back in the fucking right. <laughs> catacombs like, they're like going they, down into the catacombs of like this is like right wing history like, to they find. bring back a character but it's a different voice actor yeah. like this isn't even we're done right. with this shit like that right. dude died but but even you know jordan peterson like name all the the characters like whatever <laughs> um the thing that i find i guess interesting is one how not on the same page any of these i mean the right wing is splintered and fascists are splintered a million and one different ways just like the so-called left Uh is and liberals are um and but it is interesting to see i guess the through line of all of them trying to everything is about um proximity to state power and influence still and and it'll be interesting to see how that changes over time as the state and different parts of the state begin to fracture, which I believe is going to happen within our lifetime and specifically the military, you know, like around the military and, and just seeing how, how these different figures, some of whom they might just be talking heads for now, but we know from history that, some of the talking heads of today can be the fascist leaders of the future. Like that's just, there's plenty, plenty of precedent for this David all around Byrne the world. David will be the fascist leader of the future. But 
No. But seeing, <laughs> seeing like, I guess, okay. seeing who is able to, you know, have their um, platform, so-called platform, like, tr- translate into some type of militant, organized force yeah. that has space to, you know, like, not street skirmishes and whatever with police and whatever, but to where now we're seeing a merging of maybe it's parts of the military or, you know, we're, we're talking like p- people might perceive it as, Oh, it's a, it's a coup. But like, if the States, if the state is fracturing and the integrity of that. USA is fracturing right now, what are we talking about? And, um, right. all, uh, unfortunately, I mean, I don't know of a lot of like private security, ex police, ex military that are like, left-leaning most of the time yeah well, yeah then we're talking yeah. yeah that 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 that's it's like where who has the kind of like most violence on their side and yeah right. and 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 they, so it's okay there's the state and then there's capital mm-hmm. and there's like a there's the state the state is obviously shaped uh by capital but there's a lot of different social tendencies and interests behind capital right mm-hmm. so in a, to say it in a phrase like the state is not a monolith none of this right. shit is like monolithic so it'll just be interesting to see who out of these talking heads gets where and what they do with the the power and influence that they have right. and how the rest of us will be prepared or not be prepared to confront that or relate to it mm-hmm, you know right. i know we've joked about it before like you know, New Vegas style, everything breaking up, and so the YouTubers have their have an army, <laughs> a utopian city. You know, yeah. it's like every, they all have their own like stronghold. Like <laughs> chat will be the name of the populace. You know, <laughs> let it's us like, consult with chat. Yeah. Chat, how are we feeling about the right. incursion offensive uh, facing our stronghold this winter? Just like that, Utah. <laughs> that 80s Apple commercial with just the Big Brother vibes. <laughs> just yeah. like, just They're all chat. hive-minded, they all speak. Yeah, yeah. Dog. Yeah, dude. We gotta Dark start times, thinking about bro. this shit, though. All the, all the, all the, uh, all the motherfuckers who, you know, they, 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 they get a little scary when they hear like some of the shit we talking type shit. It's like you, 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 you got to prepare for that shit type mm. shit. Like you got to get ready for real. I'm not trying to sound like Alex Jones, but like shit finna get real in the feel for real out here. Like you need to get prepared. That's how you know this is the most serious shit he said all episode. You said this before. I cloak the scary <laughs> shit in the goofiest of fr- phrases. And Well, yeah. you're one of the few people I know who like, you don't, what you say is so uh, to the point when you do that. When you do right. that, but the yeah. voice is very right. silly. But you don't, right. you don't mince words. Yeah. It's also, right. you know, I think it's subconsciously also me. Like, I'm not, I don't get my rocks off scaring people. Like being like, right. you, you got to be ready because they're coming. You know, it's yeah. like I don't. I'm not like, you know, jerking off here to to. Ooh, right. like, yeah. oh, the, you better be ready. The fascists are coming. It's like, because what what does that accomplish? It's just about like kind of accepting reality. That's really all it is. It's not yeah. about being scared. It's just yeah. like, yeah, look at it, notice it, yeah, acknowledge it, yeah. right? Can just we do that? But it's also it's that it's 
that thing of like I do think it's important to underscore like mm-hmm. I realize it's a this is a show and we're like having funny and entertaining conversations but like I'm not trying to like um I'm I don't I don't like people that the the conversation about state collapse and about fascism or whatever is like almost like a just a spooky like excite like thrill seeking whatever like yeah, right. when i talk about it i'm talking about it like to 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 swing it back to the actionable and practical of the here and the now you know to avoid it yeah but and but it's like yeah no but people do need to understand like what is possible and they also need to understand like what uh you know the powers that be to to use a phrase uh are already saying about these things mm-hmm. you know cuz it's not some it's not some hidden maybe it's obs- it's a, a obscured in terms of mainstream media but like it's all out here like the, right. the stuff that we're talking about is all the information is out here in in actuality but whether it's coming from the state or US army war college or nasa or academic institutions you know like all of this these projections and whatever it's out here so it's just a question of whether or not you are internalizing it and acting on it in the here and the now or kicking the can down the road and acting like something that you can't pinpoint now is going to save you somewhere right down the line you know yeah listen dude I say all of this and still feel like, wow, look at everything that we still have time to do right, right. now. Yeah. And it's like, if if people can't see that, they can't see both sides of what I'm talking about, it's like, we're going to get what's fucking coming. Mm-hmm. We just are. We just are. We're going to get what's fucking coming to us. It's just a fact, you know? Do please do the voice. <laughs> do what? <one voice. laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're saying me. Please do, oh, do the voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, we finna get what's coming to us, man. If we don't get our shit together right now, type shit for real, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we gotta get the soundboard so you can just be like. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing I want to say too is like, come on, like it would be whack as fuck for shit to hit the fan and all these fucking leftists and liberals that have been talking all this, all kinds of shit just scatter like fucking. Come on, that's embarrassing. Yeah. It's only, it's it's, it's only, it's it's, it's literally, it's to me. It is embarrassing because broadly speaking, okay, let me dial it in. The people who share our values in the scope of whatever, liberals, leftists, I guess liberals don't share our values. There's some who might, maybe they could one day. In the abstract. In the abstract, right. But so smart, so intelligent in this broad grouping, you know, such brilliant, smart people. You get what I'm saying? To let these fucking like these doofuses, literally fucking idiots. Right. Yeah. Be kind of more prepared. Right. Be more. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? That's right. embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. 
That's embarrassing. Like, and fuck this, like, cultural, you know, God, I want to say his name so bad. The cultural, like, uh, cultural optics, like, comparison of, like, oh, the, you know, we're the Chads because blah, 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 and they're the fucking, you know, like, I'm saying like uh, yeah I get, you what, get you're what I'm saying, saying. like Just no like copy. I'm not that's not the conversation I'm trying to have yeah, like right. I'm not oh because we have these better ideas and we technically have done XYZ throughout history we are better and and that's where the conversation stops like right mm-hmm. no like we have the we have the capacity to actually like carve out a better future it's just it's like it's not going to fucking it's not going to come from the places that we're looking at right now. Yeah. Like it's just not right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I feel like I do feel like there's a class component to it and a that's 100%. A, yeah, and a comfort component to it also, you know, um and just uh yeah. Yeah. I think uh I'm going to struggle to through this point, but I feel like <laughs> but I feel like it's all it's all a little bit related to maybe to the entertainment thing but just like i think there's been a broadening of middle class sentiment without right the, without the actual yes material benefits of yes. that yes and so yes. there's so That's many such a beautiful way to put it there's so many more people who have that comfort or feel that they have that comfort yes. but if you ask them to point to it they would be like i don't, I don't know yes. what you're talking about like yes. they have nothing to point to, but they have this vested interest in protecting whatever the fuck they per- they're perceiving. I see what what's you the know fr- what I What's mean? the old expression they use about Americans or whatever? Like they're they're a uh, embarrassed. Um, oh, they're temporarily em- embarrassed, embarrassed millionaires. millionaires. Yeah. yeah, it's that shit. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's a big part of the maybe. Oh the, my god! Yes, yeah. that is a huge through line. Yeah, what we we're talking about, and I think that's a big part of like why the TikTok thing is scary to me. Because it's bringing more yes. people into that when, like, like oh looking uh, just kind of the illusion, yes. yeah. Because like is. looking at it and saying like, oh, it's just regular people being funny. That's great. Uh, like that's the first thought, and then you think about it, and you're just like, no, this is they finally got regular people. Right. They finally got regular people into this mindset where they believe Billions. that something above them is attainable. And they'll yeah. do everything in their power to get to it. Oh it's this fucking God. clout demon. And man, you know what I'm they saying? fuck you so hard. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, I'm, like the fact that uh, that any type of like real revolutionary sentiment could collapse because of clout is so fucking dark to me. Right. <laughs> but like, that's what it feels like. Right. You know what I'm saying? It feels like. Oh, a, man like literally like box like literally yeah it literally is psychological to me like i literally think so much of this shit is like a mental like state that people literally have to as cliche as that is you literally have to wake up from it like you have to it's crazy i guess that's a part of the appeal to the artists too that we're talking about you know yeah like wake up yeah wake up wake up wake (laughs) up get out of your sleep wake up (laughs) you have not seen that clip i don't really know what your reference we could honestly this is we could end on this if y'all wanted to to call it let's do it because (laughs) why not 
and wake literally, up literally sorry go ahead before we get to it wake up the people around you too it's not just it doesn't have to just be for you man right it's like you can talk to the people around you i try to do it when i perceive that somebody might listen but like wake up the people around you man neo just left all those other people in those pods dog crack some pods open you don't have to do it crack some pods open even if they're not ready Oh yeah, oh, Opencollective.com <laughs> slash jaded form. Please donate and support. Help us keep going and expanding. Tell your friends. 2023, let's make it a big year. Let's go. Wake up. Please wake help your friends wake up to what's possible. Wake up yeah, out of your seat. This is kind of a, this episode is kind of like, so, I mean, this has been a crazy year. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Yeah, really yeah. appreciate it, man. We got Y'all, one more special one for you before the end of the year. Yeah. But this is last normal episode for uh yeah. before the year's end before the year's out. 2022. It was fire. Two, 22 episodes in 2022. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. How about that? And big special one to start 23. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Look at that, folks. Hey, man, shout out um, 2022. It's been a trash year like the rest of them. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. OpenCollective.com. No, no clap. No clap. Just, just, just fade it out <laughs> with this message, with this yeah, sentiment ringing. Because this is... Yeah, this is this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unironically. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck prosperity gospel preachers, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In my, organized religion. <laughs> my grandma was watching this shit trying to burn my brother's Harry Potter books. So fuck. Wake up!